There she goes talking a mess. All around time making me stress. And I'm going to get this on my chest. But if a friend wants something, she'll be next. No, it's going to be complicated. You're walking around and I'm looking for frustrated. Want me to flex? I'm coming. Let me X. Oh, you're acting real hard, but clever effects. I know you really want some this. I know you really want to talk the shit. And you know you're all about to crack the lip. You're about to be a what? You're about to throw them balls. You're about to swing them things. You're about to be the war. It's about to be a war. It's about to be a girl fight. I thought that was appropriate for this week. Hi everybody and welcome to the Loud Brown Gaze. My name is Sebastian, aka Seb Ed PT, and I'm joined today by the one, the only, the delectable Miss Mister today, Dan James LDN. Say hello, people. Hello. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I hope you're doing okay. This is our yearly post weekender episode, which I have heard from a few people is typically their favourite episode of the year because they like to see me struggle. Um, and I just have a question for you. Why? Why do you like to see that of me? I've done nothing to people but be nice and provide you with near weekly content for free. I don't charge you for any of this. <laughs> I love how you sound, <laughs> you sound like you're about to say to them, now sit down very nicely and then go to something really explicit. Like girl six is what you're giving or gay six. Like it's sounded very phone chat line. Are you going to tell me well, a story about uh, a poor boy? Okay, look, I'm glad that I'm giving you like sexy voice because there is nothing about the rest of me that is sexy right now. If uh, I know we don't release video versions of this, Seb could see me, but this is, you can't. <laughs> Seb is killing himself with laughter. I am wearing a hat. My my curls are fucked. Like, you, you can see them. They are raggedy. I have a vest that I've not taken off since Monday morning. And I've slept in it for basically nearly two days. And then some sweats, which I picked up off the floor just to do this recording in. I don't know why I put some sweats on. You can't see the bottom half of me. But I decided I needed to be covered up. <laughs> this is the level we're at. <laughs> have you got some um, there? Look, I have had so much hydration. I got back yesterday and I, I really needed ice lollies. Ice lollies were the only thing that was going to get me through. I needed something cold and I needed something liquid or like frozen liquid. Okay. So I get by, I was like, there's no way I'm getting up and going to the shop. I'm, I'm dead. I'm destroyed, decimated. There's not a hint of me left in this body. So I get on Just Eat because Just Eat does groceries now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hooray. Let me do this. That means I don't have to download Getir because everything's really expensive. So I go Just Eat, go on a Sainsbury's one. What I don't realise is if you do any kind of grocery delivery on a food app, they only give you the expensive name brand options. Yep. You do can't get you don't get any of the like Stamford Street stuff. Which God bless Stamford Street for getting me through this cost of living crisis because. I don't know how you they make any money on selling their stuff at the price they do, but God bless you for existing. So anyway, I'm like, fine. I accept that I'm going to pay premium. I'm, I'm paying upwards of many pounds for these boxes of ice lollies. I get three boxes of the fruit pastels ice lollies, 
There's four in a box, so there's 12, okay? I have one box left to go. And that will be my snack tonight after I finish recording. When I'm editing this, I'm going to eat four more fruit passes, I thought. <laughs> I thought that that was not enough, I is. And they didn't have boxes of calipos, calipos, I don't know how you say it. Calipos. So I, I got like single ones. I got four of those as well, because I was like, like, let me just, if we're doing it, let's do it. And then I bought a frozen pizza. Because I was like, I'm going to need to eat something. I haven't touched a frozen pizza, by the way. That's I will cook that at some point when I can be ready to eat some heat. Oh, Lord. But I'll order it. So three boxes of fruit pastels, four calipers, and a frozen pizza. Tell me why I get a notice from Just Eat saying, some things are out of stock, so we're not going to be able to fulfill all this order. You'll give you a refund. They don't have a single calipo, a calipo. <laughs> they don't have a single <laughs> in that shop. And I was so looking forward to those. They were the one thing that was going to get me through what the, the the level of this hangover. And I was just like, this is the world trying to break me down. But they don't know that I just spent Sunday night screaming my heart out to Gabrielle. They don't know that the universe has gifted me joy like I have not felt in years. I've not felt since seeing Beyonce at the Renaissance World Tour. That is a level of joy that the universe has given me. You aren't going to break me down, Justy and Sainsbury's. You aren't going to come for me and there's a take me out of my good life just because you don't have the right stock levels. Why did you let me add it to the order if you didn't have any? Why is this not automatically updated? Because they always want the myth. They always want you to have the dream, babes. Even if they know you're going to be disappointed. It's like gay. I'm Martin Luther King in this bitch. Because I have a dream. And my dream was to see Gabrielle alive. And I I got it. Okay. I it, I got it. That woman is insane. The way she sounds exactly the same as she did in 1997. Mm-hmm. That, the voice is healthy. It is beautiful. The tone is there. The songs. Oh, my God. So she did. She did basically all the big ones. Um, out of Reach. So she did Rise. Okay. She did Out of Reach. She did Sunshine Through My Window. Yeah. I cried. Well, you don't know about Sunshine Through My Window. Well, you don't know about Gabrielle. Is that when I was a kid, Gabrielle was part of my mum's like cleaning the house playlist. Okay. And whenever I would help out, I'd be like cleaning the kitchen and we would listen to Gabrielle together. Gabrielle like means a lot to my family to the point where my brother was responding to my Instagram stories being like, oh my God, I'm so jealous you got to see Gabrielle live. Like she is important to the household. Okay. So I was having a moment and then she does... Sunshine Through My Window, which is just a beautiful song. At the end, she told us that she dedicated it to her brother, who died on Sunday. Shit. A week before she was performing, her brother died. And she still did the performance. Lord I was like, girl, we would have understood if you took the time off. Like, you don't need to do this. But she did absolute highlight of the weekend. When a woman... That's actually one yep. of my favourites. I love that song. Catch a minute when she can't yeah. Telling you I got a massive plan I'm gonna get your boy Make you my man Yeah She did when a woman She did If You Ever as well And she had the backing singer do the guy's part Was it E17? Which was just so She did it with It was E17 Yeah Oh my god Yeah it was, it was honestly, it was the best moment of the thing. And by this point in the weekend, everybody I went with had knocked themselves out by Sunday night. So I'm getting ready at like 8pm on Sunday. They are in bed eating pizza. 
And I'm like, is anyone coming to see Gabrielle with me? And they said, they were like, no, girl, we're staying here. So I was like, fine. I know some other friends who are at this festival. I'm going to go hit them up. Was that the last one? And so it's the last one at that Butlins. I imagine that they're just trying to find a different venue. Okay. I promise you, I promise you, world, I will not be going to the next one. Yes, you will. I absolutely will not. Yes, I am too old for this. I have been lying in bed since I got back on Monday morning. It is Tuesday night. I have to be in work in the office tomorrow, which I will be, and I will still be suffering. This is too much for me. So don't, don't, don't. You, you're a bit like Just Eat. And the, the people who supply the clippers go, you're trying to rob me of my light, and you're not going to do it. I have, I have committed to health and supporting myself. I will not be at the Hoopla weekend of next year. Which means you will not be getting your yearly post hoopla weekend. This is get off the show. That's it. The show has been nine minutes long. <laughs> yeah, this you will. Done. And the reason why is that you're going to come into my you... house. Okay, you're going to come into my house and disrespect me like this. Yeah, because you're like a woman in pregnancy. Every year you say the same thing. I'll never do this again. This pain is so terrible. And then every year you forget how bad it is, and you're like, oh my god. I'm never doing this again. I need to recover. But no, you will. And good power to you. Like, I'm not being funny. You're not dead yet. Enjoy. What else are you going to do at this point of the year in January? There's nothing out there. It's a read? Desolate. No. It's a I'll stay inside and read books. A desolate wasteland. A desolate wasteland. Like, Look, it's, it is absolutely not my fault that I'm really fun. And when I'm not at things, people message me and be like, babe, why are you not here? And when I respond with, I'm taking care of myself, they say, well, that's stupid. Don't do that. Come out and be fun. And what do you... So if anything, it's everybody else's fault. Yeah. It's not my fault. Cool. (laughs) Just just as long as you know who your enablers are. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is going to be a tough episode. (laughs) So... Um, I have many thoughts. I have many questions. One, so did you listen to last week's episode? I absolutely did not. Cool. So we gave the listeners a rundown of things that were going to happen every time you come back from my from Mighty Hoopla weekend. One of them was that you would lose your voice. Tick. Um, one of them was that I would not see you in the gym on Monday at any spin class. Tick. The other one was that you would have a story about some strange man that you have met in Mighty Hoopla that either had a boyfriend or was in a frapple or in a threesome that you could have had a relationship with that could have been your love of your life but unfortunately someone got there first so how are we getting on? Any chance that um, can... is there a story? So... Is there a man? Uh, kind of, not really Base- so because last year was a threesome no, that was the year before. Oh, sorry, I can't keep. That up. was the year before. <laughs> Look, that man was my husband. It was just a, it was a shame that he already had a husband, okay, and he wasn't looking for a second one, and he wasn't at Hoopla this year. But okay. you know, Kevin, if you're out there, I hope you're doing well. Um, Not what that was I well. saying? We're year. Single, Kevin. Come on, now. it's 2024. Make it happen. No, I, you know me. I can barely deal with one man. I don't need multiple. Um, so what I have found, once I've got into my, like, 
30s and like into my 30 30s mm-hmm. i am far more committed to dancing and having a good time than messing around with you boys um even in situations where there's a lot of you around and you were all really like revved up and ready to go i'm going in, in the other room listening to whatever pop music has been put on and dancing my little heart out okay is what makes me happy is how i enjoy myself and i'm tired of apologizing for it i'm not going to be made to feel bad that I don't want to stick it in all of you. So, yeah, there was very little, like, playing around with the men's. Mm-hmm. I met one guy who I already knew from London, but he's super nice, really nice guy. Not subtle. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if he listens to this, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. So by the last night, I watched Gabrielle. I'm hanging out with this guy. He's really cute. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to leave soon and go to bed because I'm getting pretty tired. And he always want to stay out dancing. This man, the minute I let him know that I was not going to be lasting the whole night, immediately moves on to his backups and like in the least subtle way possible (laughs) 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 to the point where I'm like, you couldn't even wait till I left. You had to make sure that they were lined up, ready to go. So you got yours. And I'm like, fair play to you. I ain't mad about it. But we got to work on some subtlety because what, what even is this? Did you even turn your back? Did you even turn around or you were you facing your front looking at this guy when you hit on somebody else? Oh, I was absolutely stood next to him while he while he was messaging. Tell it honest and he couldn't even follow through with like the lies that he was trying to say. So like I was like, oh I'm gonna go get some water. He's like, oh I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And then I'm like, okay, so I go to the bar. He goes to the bar too and he's just looking around at the bar and I'm like, this is not the bathroom, but I'm not gonna say anything. Thank you. And then I go to the bathroom and he messaged me being like, I'm just going to go meet a friend. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, sure, girl. You go meet that friend. Why do you even need to? Like, we are our boyfriends, okay? There is there is absolutely no, like, loyalty that can be broken here. Why do you even need to lie? <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Do you know what, right? Did you see the post on Instagram recently of some white muscle daddy saying, confessing to the world that he could have hooked up with someone earlier in the night but he thought he would find something better and now he's going home alone i have not seen this but i believe it to be true it is the really gay dating post i have seen in the last two years like this man is like and he's in the comments he's just getting lambasted i'm like all of you motherfuckers have done it at some point we have all done it at some point. Let's be honest. Like, I am no angel here. Yeah. All of you at some point were feeling your oats, lined up three people and never went home with any one of them because you were trash. But, you know, life as it is. Speaking of trash, shall we move on from your um, mighty hoopla days? Shall we talk about what's really going on in the world? What's really relevant and moving people? Shall we talk about... Are you going to tell me something? I'm going to tell you something, yes. I'm going to tell you that I have listened to um, a little track called Hiss. A little track by the one named Megan De Stallion. And I'm queen of rap. Current queen of rap. And I have also listened to um, something that was apparently called Bigfoot by some woman that was clearly deranged and needs to be locked up. I know. I queen know. of rape. I know when you, yeah, you Nicki Minaj fans, do not come for me. Yeah, I haven't sent for you. Yeah, I haven't sent for Nicki. I am just tired 
I'm tired of Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I'm, I was never that much of a Nicki fan anyway. She's she's in that weird period of time where it's nothing to do with me because I'm too old and she's too young. Yeah, and I get why she gave you young gays your life because she was spitting bars and making you do stupid stuff with Roman. But I am just over her, and I find her. It's so appropriate that her surname is Petty because that's all she's giving anybody. Like it's ridiculous. That's the only reason she married that man. Is his yeah? It's Megan's track. Hiss is one of the most thought out, brilliant records to come out of female rap in the last two years, hands down. Yeah, it's up there. Right, I love that track, and I would have loved that track even. Even if she hadn't even put the line about Megan's Law in it, but that line floored me when I heard it. Do you know what Megan's Law is? Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> Did you also look up JPEG? Uh, like the the, the image for file format. No, so JPEG is this thing where you know if you're in jail, you can. Oh, J- it. No, it's JPEG. JPEG. Sorry, yeah. Yes, I looked up JPay. <laughs> there were so many lines in that, yeah. The diss on um, Drake about the BBLs. The BBL, but got the same scars. Yeah. No etching, body natural. <laughs> she's was, wild. No, she's on point. And she's saying the things that needs to be said. And every single one of the person that she came for at some point in the last two years, has gone out of their way, stepped out of their stage and come for her neck for no reason whatsoever, when she was clearly the victim of a situation, when she was clearly keeping her mouth shut, when she was clearly in bereavement for her mother and her grandmother. Like, she's dealt with a lot. And all that time, she's kept her mouth closed, she's kept her pain hot, and she kept kept it moving. And if she turns around now and starts replying to all these people... Not, not everybody's Beyonce. Not everybody's going to take what you say to them over and over again and just rise above it and just keep on creating new stuff so that you just, they keep on moving in standard. Some people at some point will go, you know what, enough is enough. Chat your shit and get banged. What? And I'm here for it. What about you? It was mad to me. So obviously Megan releases Hiss. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's like she says she, when she was interviewed on the Breakfast Club, she says people are going to pretend that this was unprovoked, that they came out of nowhere, nobody asked for it. But she was like, "It's called hiss because it's a warning before a stake strikes. You better back off me because like I will cause you some pain." And then, so Nikki has been subbing Meg quite a few times. The loudest one being with I don't fuck with horses since Christopher Reeves. Mm-hmm. Which, like, what has this girl done to you to deserve any of this? I'll tell you what she's done to you is that she worked with Cardi B and she got the number one song of the year before you got even close to seeing a number one. And that pissed you off because anybody who works with Cardi, Nikki, Nikki decides is against her mm-hmm. and therefore she's an, she's an op. And so she was coming for Megan and then Megan hits back and Megan doesn't even mention you. You come, you are mentioned in one line. 
She says, a hit dog's gonna holler. And Nicki Minaj was hollering straight for three and a half days. <laughs> this, this woman was screaming. And then she admitted it was about her family. Because the line is, these bitches ain't mad at Megan. These bitches mad at Megan's law. Mm-hmm. Which, if you don't know, Nicki's husband and Nicki's brother cannot go near schools or playgrounds in the state of California due to Megan's law because it ha- it's the one that lets you know when sex offenders are nearby. Yep. Okay. Nicki Minaj said that that was Megan coming for her family. I'm like, girl, if you... Can you think for a second? Let's put down the pills. No more Percocet for you. Let's think for a second why you are admitting that that is about them. If I was Nicki Minaj, even if that was true, I'm keeping my mouth fucking shut. <laughs> I ain't saying shit about it. Because how that is so embarrassing. That is so embarrassing for you. And she has one line that sends you spiraling. So you release a diss track called Bigfoot, which number one, you claim is not a diss track. Going up against Pop Bass on Twitter when they said Nicki's releasing a diss track. And she's like, a diss track where? Delete this tweet. And they're like, well, what girl, what do you call it? <laughs> you fucking psychopath. This is the thing. It's uh, trying to get plausible deniability. It's always trying to be the victim in every narrative. It's always trying to act like you haven't done something that has preceded what was watching previously and then openly deny it. It's the gaslighting. And it's knowing that you have a fan base that will ride and die for you and so instead of using that for a positive outlook on things, you're using that fan base to ward off every other female rapper that comes anywhere near your status as a MC. And it's really weird. It's got to the point now where you're just you're just a bully. And it doesn't matter what you have to say or how good your flow is or how good the line is in your flows anymore you have become a bully. It's very simple. To the point where everybody looks at you from outside and understands exactly what you're doing, even when you say that you're not. Even your fans on Twitter, yeah, the ones that will ride and die, understand that you are the queen of me. Yeah, you are... It's so distressing because you are so talented... And you have so much potential. And I look back, I'm old enough to remember when there was very few female MCs and every single one of them got on every other big name female MCs tracks and they would all rap together and it would be three or four of them on the one song and it would be all good. And a couple of them had beefs, but then that wasn't the main thing. That wasn't what was sparking off everything else but it seems to be every time any female rapper in the last five years has hit any point where they hit a mainstream awareness of any kind Azealia Banks, Doja Cat, Cardi B, Megan Stallion, um, Sexy Red the other day like someone else recently it's ridiculous she has something to say and she's always saying how it's their fault like even Paul Leanne, who's not even a female rapper, like she, you did one song with Jesse, and you were out here on Twitter having a go at Leanne for speaking her truth against this ginger bitch, and now uh, look where she is 
in the same hole that you are. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And then you can't come out and say that, like, Megan caused Kelsey, her old friend, a nightmare when she just had her baby because of the whole Tory thing. When you were out on live, like, screaming that Leanne needed to come out and apologise after she just had twins for a, a very, like, simple critique of Jesse like, switching up races whenever she wants to. Like, but this woman has but no this memory. Thing. That critique of Jesse didn't come out from Le- Leanne. It came out from Jesse's camp because Jesse was trying to bag sympathy for the fact that her track was tanking and no one wanted to go anywhere near it, yeah? Leanne didn't put the story out. It was other people. And all she did was respond to the story after the story had been out for three or four weeks. So now, the, the bit I'm talking about is where Leanne... Like actually had spoken to Jesse about it during the last days of Little Mix. Okay, where she was like, "You're tanning too much. You're like, it's getting to be a problem. You need to sort it out." And then Jesse obviously refused to hear that. But anyway, back to Nicki Minaj. Um, Bob's, you can come for me because I enjoy the engagement, and I am coming for Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, you're dumb. You're a dumb bitch. Okay, at some point you switched your team up for people who would only say yes to you, who would say that you were the queen, you were the greatest, all of that stuff. You are too old and too rich to be this stupid you should be if you are the queen if you are the greatest to ever do it you should be above all of this you should not be a barb yourself you should let them worship you and be fucking crazy and be jobless they got job applications to fill out you're busy you should be working you gotta feed that baby you gotta make sure he's cleaned and washed you gotta take him out to the park because your husband can't do it okay you need to be above all of this behavior all this Sand shit. Anytime you come back and you come back with anything, you come back with streaming numbers. You just come back with streaming numbers. Like, girl, we, if we're talking about rap disses, we want to know about the quality of the bars or what you're saying. Are you being smart? Do you have good punchlines? Fucking Bigfoot had nothing. There was one, one foot, lie. two foot, Bigfoot. There was one lie, and it was one flow And I was like, okay, cool. That's a cute lie, but that's not to Megan. Like, maybe you could put that on Cardi B, but you can't actually put that in Megan. Because in the song that she just dissed you in, she's got, like, six flows in the first two minutes. So what are we doing? And now you just, you flat out lying. Like, but when you're saying stuff like you fucked your mum's man after she died, I was like, that's a fucking lie. There's no way that happened. And you got people... Now you got people on Twitter being like, oh, Megan did this. It's like, of course she didn't. Your source for that is Nicki Minaj. Percocet laden, coked out of her mind, Nicki Minaj. I know her dealer made bank this weekend. Mm-hmm. He was just parked out in the driveway waiting. He was like, she's going to call me back in 20 minutes. I'm going to have to keep coming here. So let me just make myself sorted and stay here. Because, oh my God, woman. The most this, was, this was just an embarrassing the show. The most confusing thing for me about Nicki Minaj's whole setup is how exactly she manages to keep custody of her children because she's out here on these internets looking wild and raggedy. Uh, her husband's getting is going up against his own bail and getting drawn back into prison because he keeps on breaking bail and threatening people on the internet. Like, your your brother is a convicted paedophile, your husband is a convicted paedophile or, or has sexual assault charges. They're both on Megan's law. You have a child. Sit your ass down in your house, yeah? Close Tell me internet. why that man, that man is on parole and on Nikki's live with a gun in his pocket. There, right there. Um, like, sir, at least try and stay out of prison. 
Like, what are we doing here? This is the thing. This is so embarrassing for all of them. This is the thing. It's not even try and stay out of prison. At least try to keep your child in your family's home because the way you're acting, I'm like, where is social services? I disagree. I disagree. Get that kid out of there. Let him go live with the grandparents or something. Let him have a nice life. Yeah, no. Because the way it's got to be chaos for him. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not about living for the grandparents because the grandparents raised the brother as well. So, you know, it's all, it's all for thing. Oh, fair point. What's it? Fruit from Let the him go stay with Beyonce. Let him go stay with Beyonce, okay? I know they got a room in that massive house they just bought. Anyway, this has been the show. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in to the Lab Round, guys. <laughs> She's getting over and done with it quick before she loses her voice. Um, where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, I, I got nothing. I got. You can find me at Dad James LD, and you can find Seb at Seb at PT or whatever the other one is that I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> it's one hundred and forty percent fitness on Instagram. Also, Thank you. you can find me at Black Board and Kinky. Yeah, spelled K Y N C H E. That's how we're getting around these Googles and these internet people. Too. So yes. Blackboard and Kinky spelt differently. You can find me on Instagram. Bye. Bye. Yeah, some whole mess. So sad. So sad. I'm actually sweating. I know. I can I'm like, it, I'm like sweating, sweating. Oh, your cat's I'm never doing Hitler again. <laughs> yes, you are. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> <laughs>